So this week we are hearing about the story of Nicodemus. Nicodemus is the one who, when face to face with Jesus, he asked the question about being born again. Now, growing up in the 80s, I used to hear the phrase born again a lot, especially living in the South. Catholicism was not quite as vibrant as it is now, but being born again, or at least saying one was born again, was very prevalent. You heard it a lot. It was kind of the in vogue thing to do, actually, it felt like. But to be born again, to truly be born again, it's, it's a very different endeavor than we imagine it in our head. Yesterday, I was talking with a group of uh, men that are in formation for diaconate. And I said, when I say born again, what do you think of? And so I'm sitting with a bunch of men that are being formed to serve in church. And so I asked a very fair question. How many of y'all like golf? And about most of the hands went up. I said, all right, fair enough. I said, when you think of born again, do you think of a mulligan? Do you think of a drop ball? What do you think of? And they were like, mulligan. I was like, it's a do-over. Really? They're like, yeah, it's a do-over. I said, no penalty shot. There's no penalty. No, none. Okay. I said, to be born again means you're not even born on the same course. To be born again means that you do not have the same clubs that you had before. But it's more than that. To be born again means I don't even play that sport anymore. It means that I am looking for new ways of going about the world. And so for so many individuals to profess to be born again, I can't help but say we're falling short in that endeavor. A practice that I've kind of picked up since I don't get to talk to people face to face as much as I used to is I've started calling different people over the course of the week before I'm going to preach. And whoever is there, I spur up conversation with them in the Zoom call. And I love it when there's a kiddo somewhere in the background during those calls. So I've tended to call friends that have children because I know they've got a kid somewhere in earshot and I can say a question loud enough and I'm going to get a great answer. And so this week I did the very thing and I called a friend and I said, how many kids you got behind you? And she's like, three or four? Three. I don't know where the fourth one is. I said, oh, that would have been me as a kid. And then I said, hey, kiddos, what does it mean to be born again? And I hear the oldest go, you can't. (laughs) And then I hear the youngest say, do I get new powers? And I was like, now that's a thought. That's, I like that. And I said, are you talking about superpowers? And she goes, yeah. I said, do you want to be an Avenger? And she said, yeah. But it was this reality that she could understand being born again in a different way than anybody else in the room could. To see it as something completely new, completely different. 
As Christians, we have that opportunity every day of our life. In fact, it's what we're truly called to do. That's, what's the word I'm looking for? That the journey that we go on conversion, it's thousands of micro events of making good choices. But it's a coming to Christ again and again, which means that through those encounters of coming to our Lord and our God, we leave a different way than we began. We have to really truly examine the entirety of self. This is the beginning of uh, those spiritual exercises that Ignatius of Loyola gave us. What is the first step? Acknowledging, where do I need to work on me? Where are those gaps in the love in my own life? And to recognize those ways in which I fail to be like Christ. So often we're thinking of the things like, well, I got to get to church, and I got to make sure I go to confession, and I got to make sure that, you know, I genuflect the right way, and I do all the things the right way, because for a lot of people, Catholicism is a checklist of do it right. But that's not it at all. It's really more of an an activity of walking down the street and recognizing, am I able to love every single person here? Getting on a Zoom call and saying, I love every person here. That's not always easy. And then to truly love them. But it's even more than that. Because if we turn on the news, if we listen to the hatred that exists in the world around us, we can recognize that far too few people have actually been born again. To be born again means that if I have any type of preconceived notion about any of my siblings, that means that I walk away from that preconceived notion. If I find myself with judgment or bigotry, then that is no longer the life that I live. That if I find myself to be a racist, or I find myself okay with other people being racist, then I am done with that. And that I will be an advocate for my siblings. I will put an end to those words of hatred. Perhaps it's homophobia. It's either a lack of understanding that's existing in your heart, but no matter what, it's a lack of love. And that means that one needs to step away from that and to embrace their siblings. And there are very many different flavors of bigotry that exist in the world, but each and every one of them are walked away from in a new life in Christ. There is no variation of Christianity that has any element of hatred within it or judgment or bigotry. I find it particularly fascinating that white supremacists largely adopt Christianity as their faith, and they hold a Bible up to defend their hate, which is fascinating because there's not a single white person in the Bible. It's a recognition of self and a turning towards love. In this time of preparation, while we are donning that violet color, we remind ourselves that we are to turn away from division and to turn towards love. 
To have a new life in Christ means to have a new life in love and in light. And beginning here and now with this banquet, as we are fed in grace, we go forth to be that light into the world, to transform hatred into love, and to begin living a new life here and now, even if we were on a good trajectory, even if we were walking those steps in a good way, we can walk them better. And may on this day here and now, may we receive the great peace that we need so that we may be those profound bestowers of love and that we may be that healing agent in the world so that we may bring about the kingdom of God here and now. Peace be with all of you on this fourth Sunday. May we be bearers of light and love in all that we say and all that we do.